0: Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 172. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac.
1: Good evening, everybody. Or am I?
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. And of course, that's Ian. Hey. Get you know
2: your pants off,
0: yeah, as always. And we have Mad Cat.
2: Hey, everybody.
0: Pants on well, or off? off? Yes. <laughs> Are you wearing pants or not wearing pants? I guess that's an important question.
3: Wearing joggers.
0: Joggers.
1: And if yeah, Brian, give us a clear definition of Tell you if we're wearing them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and of I course, well, of course, we have the dumbass himself from the dumbass media empire.
4: It, it takes two hands to hold this whopper.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay,
3: I missed that because my headphone went out. But whatever it was, was funny. <laughs> we certainly enjoyed and it, and I don't know if I want to rehear it
4: or want to hear it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, how's everybody doing?
3: Right,
4: I'm doing pretty so, good. Yeah, doing okay, doing
0: okay.
3: I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm not unwell myself. Are you moderately neato? I, well, yeah, on occasion. Maybe not uh, this occasion. I am wearing pants.
3: Slightly
0: nifty. Uh slightly nifty. Yeah, I'm, you know, okay. fine but not neato. Neato, but
1: okay. Fine, but yeah. So, are we going to end the podcast tonight with "So Long, Go with God" and don't take any wooden nickels?
0: Oh, well, either that or "So Long" and thanks for all the fishes. <laughs> Well, is there anything going on this week?
3: No, the news has mm, been really quiet the whole quietly. Hasn't <laughs> <yet>. Oh well, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> right, no attacks on science, no no pseudoscience in the news. What 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 are we gonna talk about?
4: Other stuff. <laughs> I mean, we'll there, stu- Ryan, there hasn't been we'll just... stuff going on in the news for months, has there? <laughs> we'll, we'll
2: just pull stuff out of our ass and make it up as we go. There we go. Yep. <laughs> That's good. That works. <laughs>
0: All right, well... The alternative podcast. The alternative podcast, the whole thing. Well, if there's nothing else, you know what it's time for. Tell us, Mad Cat.
3: Already done it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mad Cat's already masturbated, so this is for the rest of
3: us.
0: (laughs) There you go. The Amateur Skeptics present
4: Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Okay,
2: so tonight's masturbation moment, um, this last Valentine's Day, apparently over in, um, Israel, of all places, uh, the Burger Kings actually had a special, um, adult meal. Um, (laughs) 6 6 p.m. to close. You could go in and order... An adult meal. It would include two burgers, two drinks, two fries, and an adult toy. Not a huge variety, but still, there was a scalp massager, a blindfold, and a feather duster. I love this idea. I don't know why the hell it didn't happen here in America.
0: Because we're prudes.
2: <laughs> I don't That's know. That's exactly it. We're
4: prudes. <laughs> um, greasy burgers isn't kind of the most romantic <laughs> romantic <laughs> Valentine's meal, I think. Well, it also, is a... I don't know what that head massager thing really is or how it works. <laughs> I don't know. I can, get, I, I can get the I can I can get a feather duster and an eye mask uh, at the dollar store. So well,
0: I think. Oh, the... you're no fun. oh man, I think this might be. I, a... I have
1: to take an issue, though. Dumbass was saying <laughs> greasy burgers is not the rom- most romantic meal. On the other hand, no. you're not American.
3: <laughs> Depends on where you put the grease. Imagine a... <laughs> it. Always...
0: Imagine, though, maybe maybe that instead of being a head massager is actually a small whip.
3: Ouch. <laughs> Those
4: look like they would hurt. That
1: is what I took it to be when I saw it, so.
0: That's what I thought. Small flogger. But, but the article but, says uh, but that it's— But it wasn't
4: said, put out in America. It was put out in Israel.
0: That's true. So why why is this okay in Israel?
2: I That is what puzzled me. It's like, you know, of, of all the markets, that's an interesting one. It, uh, it'd be interesting to do some research and see if they have a— because it's not one you'd automatically think of as being sexually liberal like
0: that. Well, very sex positive, right? I mean, that, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't have suspected that. I
4: want somebody that. to explain to me how that. Head, I want <laughs> to how that head massager is a sex toy. Uh, I, I want somebody to find out what the
1: sales figures on Fifty Shades are in Israel. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it ramped up, you know, a bit more kinky. If they do. Uh, out here, ever.
0: So, what would you put in here to make it more kinky?
2: Uh, lube.
0: Okay, lube is lube is, okay. Yeah, right
2: off lube the bat. Of yeah.
0: I'm thinking a small hand and massager, the- right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Uh, and some a- kind of titular buzzer.
0: Oh, a cane, right for caning? <laughs> um, uh, oh, panties? maybe a sex swing.
2: Ooh, the swing sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a bit oh, much for just a adult meal prize, though.
4: Yeah, You can make make edible panties out of fruit roll-up type material. There we go.
3: go. Fruit roll-ups would be better than what there is out there anyway.
0: Cock ring. Why is there no cock ring in this?
3: (laughs) I don't know.
0: How about anal beads? There's no anal beads.
3: (laughs) No beads. Nope. All you have to do is get yourself a those cheap
1: plastic beads, and away you go. Nobody's oh, gone for handcuffs yet, I
4: note. Yeah, was he handcuffs? Yeah. I was just about to say. Well, yeah, and handcuffs
0: I, I think that Gwyneth Paltrow should be represented here. So I would say um, jade rocks to put in your coochie.
4: <laughs>
0: Is there a more offensive <laughs> way to are say that? Not intended as sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> well, but they the strengthen the kegel muscles, right, for better sex. I mean, why else are you strengthening kegel muscles? Maybe there's no, there's. Well, I guess probably other reasons, but I mean. For sex, right?
4: I think what we pretty much determined here is that the stuff they've included is pretty much the lamest t- sex toys they could find.
0: Yeah, yeah, the least controversial things that they could possibly put yeah. in there.
1: Actually, I think the reason that, uh, that Gwyneth Paltrow advertises having such strong Kegel muscles is because that is the, actually the best way to crack walnuts. <laughs>
0: Is
3: it? it says two beers
0: in her. Yeah, it says two beers. That was the other thing that I thought was awesome. So, so apparently you can get beers at the drive-through in uh, in in Israel. Is that?
3: Wow, my brother would have gone there in a the shake.
0: We don't know enough <laughs> about Israel. Clearly, I mean that's what this is coming down to. If we 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 clearly um, do not have good information here.
1: I think giving out two beers at the drive-through does send a mixed message.
2: True.
0: Well, but, but do here they I
3: have the drink and drive program out there who knows
0: here's the thing is that even in texas i you know there's the drive-through margarita stands and stuff like that and so i can i can go and do that now the idea is that you know the, you're not supposed to drink it till you get home um but uh so here that's the same idea here right there I, but is that being
3: well they're hoping you're not going to do it all in your vehicle
0: right yeah hmm. Hmm. i don't know
1: right now i'm just picturing a a beer served in a paper Burger King cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and what kind of beer are they serving at? You know, I mean, it's probably, is it a local microbrew or is it a Bud Light? I mean, is it, is it a beer or is it piss water?
1: Wait a minute. Which one is the beer and which one is the piss water?
0: Oh, awful.
1: No, I'm seriously, I don't know.
0: The the, the Bud Light is the piss water. <laughs> okay. The microbrew is, you know, probably a local microbrew. It's probably a good beer.
1: Not necessarily. They, they might have no talent for doing it. They
3: might not.
0: I'll tell you what I I, I have longer. Yeah, I don't know. You know, here's the thing: is is that even though I don't like them, those light beers are definitely some of the hardest beers to actually produce. <laughs> some so the 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 worst beer is the hardest to produce. But that is for another podcast.
1: And right now, I'm thinking of the I'm thinking of the line from Good Morning Vietnam when uh, the the main character Adrian Cronauer first tries beer in Vietnam. And he's like, "What did you put in here? Oh, that's the formaldehyde.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
1: formaldehyde.
0: All right. Yep. So, if we're done masturbating, it's time to get down to. It's time to get dirty. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Trump has uh, got a poll out there that seems a little bit uh, slanted. Does it not?
2: Yeah. So, Trump so if, recently- okay. Remember,
0: remember my rule: you must yes. tell me the actual fact first.
2: Right. Okay. Well, the actual fact is Trump recently sent out a poll to all of his supporters. Um, now, <laughs> apparently, he did this before the election as well. So it fact, was a
1: small poll then.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> is is if, what
0: you could do with little hands? Is what he's saying. Yeah.
2: If, if you look up mainstream media accountability survey, you find about a half dozen of them. Actually, they're all about the same questions, but a couple of them you can tell were pre-election and others post-election. But obviously, the post-election is what's getting the attention right now. So Trump himself has been trying to attack the media and say that it's fake news and it's unfairly attacking him left and right. And this poll, basically all the questions were based around that. And So
0: the idea here is that it's, in, it's incredibly slanted to – so there – it's designed to appeal to a very specific demographic,
2: and it was sent out to that very specific demographic, basically completely. But, the but most... It
4: was it was scientifically scientifically formulated uh, with professional <laughs> pollsters, right? Uh, <laughs> actually, sounds like I think a
2: couple grade school kids put it
4: together.
0: I don't. I disagree. <laughs> I think that I think that it it was it was very much targeted and very well thought out. Because when you read through these questions, and, and we can read a couple of the samples. It's designed very specifically to create a certain reaction in a certain type of person.
1: True. And by the well, time, if I were uh, if I were an attorney, I would think of these as leading questions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They're oh, yeah.
0: extremely leading. It, the, the idea of this survey is, in my mind, is not to get actual actionable information, right. because the next the next thing is well, to get donations. Right after we, this, right. right. For,
2: we already know that online surveys and stuff are not accurate anyways. Right. And this one is an online survey very much targeted towards a very specific people that um, are almost 90% going to answer exactly how they want them to.
0: And the idea is to get your money at the end right. of the survey, right? They, they yeah, you want your the sur- money.
2: Right. Now, the thing is what happened was uh, the other side found out about this and go figure the other side's been taking the surveys and wow the poll isn't coming out the way trump wanted it
1: to
0: so so reddit heard about it is what you're telling that is, me that
1: is fascinating <laughs> that is really surprising that it did not come out the way <laughs> so uh, I, you
2: know, the, the, you want to talk about going as unscientific as possible you put out a poll so uh, thinking that there's no way you need anything but the exact results you want i guess to try and prove your point that you know and suddenly other people get involved and Your poll's not giving you the answer. you. you, I mean, to to talk about setting it up so much in your favor. And then, oh, my God, it's not going the way I want. (sighs) I mean, you you don't get much worse than that.
0: So we should we should look at some of these questions and talk about, you know, the message behind them. I mean, and it starts, I mean, right at the beginning. So do you believe the mainstream media has has reported unfairly about our movement?
2: Yeah, and understand it says our movement. It doesn't specify what the movement is because it's already figuring everyone who's going to take the poll is on his side to begin
1: with.
0: Right, exactly. Well, and
1: he's also the language is inclusive too. Yeah, right. Which means that you know that he's on your side automatically. He's basically saying, you know, I'm doing this for you. Do you feel like the mainstream media is attacking?
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's the idea. So, and, and then it asks you, do you think that MSNBC is fair uh, reports fairly on Trump? And then it asks you this, and then it asks, do you think CNN reports fairly on Trump? And then it asks you, does Fox News? Do you trust Fox News to report fairly on Trump? So, I mean, that's pretty. I, I mean, and those are not. I mean that, that that's fine. That those two through four are pretty standard, and I and not too bad, right? But of course, you you know what they're the answers that they're expecting are, um, do you expect MSC to re- report on Trump? There's they're expecting no, no, yes. But I bet most people are answering that yes, yes, no. <laughs> right.
2: Well, yeah, the, uh, the various ones I took, that's exactly how I answered.
0: Right. Um, but here's the thing, like, like it's question number fourteen, I think. Do you believe that contrary to what the media says, raising taxes does not Create jobs. Holy shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's it's a confusing question and it makes you it, it's a question that kinda of tends to make you try to answer the way that you think the other person wants you to
0: answer. Right, exactly. I mean it's it's terribly written and it's confusing and it's like, wait, what? Yeah, so I mean all, these questions that's that's kinda how they are. I mean and, and a lot of these are you know, belief questions and uh belief do you believe that people of faith have been unfairly characterized by the media? Mm, not really, no. No. Nope. Oh, in fact, I think that we've been too polite to them. <laughs> <laughs> not us, but in mainstream media. <laughs> Yeah. So a a lot of this is, I mean, it's very targeted, very specific. And like you say, it, you know, it, it was, it was for a group of people and the people answering it are not the group of people that they wanted. But in the end, they should just keep their mouth shut because all this is, is a, is a way to get, um, Th- campaign donations. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: it's about. I I disagree, Brian. Oh, you do? I think that it is a way to get donations, but I think it's also a way to sway people's minds in the direction you want them to think.
0: So do you, I mean, uh, but don't you think that you already have to already have um, be in line with their mindset to be swayed by them? I think that you're going to
1: have an initial confirmation bias, but I think that that initial confirmation bias is served very well by continuing to uh, boost it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's feeding into it, sure.
1: And I think that that's that's part of what this poll is designed to do. Yes. I don't think it's a hundred percent a cash grab.
0: Maybe But not. you know,
1: you said you said question number fourteen. I'm looking at question number fourteen on the uh I believe it's the post election survey.
0: Oh I think this the one... mainstream
1: media hardly reported on the fact that our small dollar fundraising nearly matched Hill Street's Wall Street fundraising machine.
0: Which it did not even close. But yeah. so, and so they it's, don't
1: have. I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider a uh, a billionaire to have a small dollar fundraising machine.
0: Oh, so here in number so number twenty two, do you agree that the president's decision to break the way tradition to break tradition by giving the lesser known reporters and bloggers a chance to ask the White House? Uh, press secretary questions well if this is I mean yeah this is done for pandering purposes right because they think that these younger guys are much more likely to want you know to
3: <laughs> well he has chosen groups in which he has found are closer to his views sure in the first place and a couple of them we have well you guys have spoken of before but one we the one guy we spoke of last week I think it was or two weeks ago
0: Mac, I think that you're looking at the other survey than me. Look for the question about Hillary Clinton's emails on that. Okay. Because I think it's on your survey.
1: I'm looking at both, so.
0: Oh, well, look for the one on Hillary Clinton's emails. It's ter- it, It's very slanted. And oh, I'm not...
3: meaning considering the fact that he's doing it now?
0: Oh, well.
3: Oh, come on. Twitter's secure.
2: Well, but he okay yeah
0: well, but here's the thing is that, yeah, he's giving out national secrets because he's you know talking loud about it at dinner conferences where people can overhear him <laughs> which which is is not an email violation by the way <laughs>
1: yeah you know, under under uh i think under technical rules, that is referred to as a no no i
0: can't find but i it.
1: i'm not i think that's the political term for it
0: oh yeah, here number twenty two do you believe that if Republicans were obstructing Obama like Democrats are doing to President Trump, the mainstream media would uh, attack Republicans. Holy Wait, shit! If
4: if if Republicans were obstructing Obama,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I, I, was like, are you kidding me? All they did well, is obstruct. All we
1: have to do is go back to history on that. Exactly,
0: one. and and mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and they did blast Republicans for doing so. Wow, yep. it's just it's just amazing. But I mean, clearly, I mean, the, there's there's no doubt that this survey was not written for the members of this podcast.
1: No, but it is definitely an attempt to revise history.
0: It is very much, uh, yeah, absolutely.
3: Well, it was sunny on his inauguration day and everything. So,
0: well, and so the I couldn't find the question, but it but the it it suggests that mainstream media did not um, pursue Hillary Clinton for giving up. You know. Um, uh, what do they say? Uh, secrets in her emails, which they never found. And she was never convicted of. You know, they, they mm-hmm. never found national secrets in her emails that that was not the problem. And because of that they weren't, you know, they, they considered it ethically uh, a problem, but they had nothing to, you know, to pursue it on. But that has not been the narrative.
1: Um. I don't think the mainstream media's job is to pursue that. Their job is to report it if it is pursued by, say, the Justice Department.
0: Well, and exactly. Exactly. And it wasn't because they had nothing to go on.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: Exactly. So and so but they but they they they're still pushing that narrative as if there was something there. And instead of saying, do you think there was something there? They're saying, hey, there was something there. Do you think that the mainstream media was not was not saying it? So I mean, well, how,
1: how long was he holding on to the birther
0: thing? Well, yeah, there you go, right? Yeah. So here, so I think that I think that that survey is actually extremely well thought out.
1: Oh yeah, it's a, it's a very well thought out piece. It's it is it's it is surprisingly well thought out, and we'll touch upon that a little bit more in a bit.
0: Yeah. So um, this next piece, um, so. Trump doing making up more oh, narratives. Oh yeah, we're
1: talking about the uh, we're talking about the horrible attack in Sweden Friday night. Oh, oh here we, we go. go. Look at these shots um, vehicles.
0: Yeah, let me stop that. Sorry.
1: Basically, during a during a, a news conference, he mentioned the terrible attack in Sweden. You know what happened in Sweden? Are you know something to the effect of Are you surprised that we are we are vetting these immigrants considering what happened in Sweden Friday night? Except nothing happened in Sweden.
2: United. No, no, a, a lot of things happened, just none of, had to do with any immigrants.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, and in fact, the last terrorist attack in Sweden, the last major terrorist attack, was actually committed against immigrants by xenophobe xenophobes.
0: Right. So here, so, once again, I mean, they're 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 trying to create a certain narrative that supports what they're trying to do. So they're trying to support their band, and to do that, they are, they are. They're basically making up incidents, but when the, when they called on it, they revise their narrative to suggest, well, Sweden's just having problems. He never said that you know that it was an attack.
1: It, he was watching something on Friday. He was watching about some, Sweden, and and uh, that was that was what he was talking about was because he was watching something on Sweden.
0: Well, he and, and it was on Fox News here once again. Yeah. He's getting his information from Fox News. That's what he's reporting. He should he should have much better sources than this. Yeah. you well, know. Time
2: it- Time and time again, when he's caught um, outright making crap up, his claim is, oh, well, I heard it. I, this is just what I've been told. This is what I've been he- hearing. It's like, dude, that makes you look like a bigger fucking idiot if you don't look it up yourself. If all you do is, well, I heard this, and that's where I It's like, no, that doesn't help. It doesn't make it less of a lie. It doesn't make it less bullshit. You're the president, damn it. You're supposed to actually be aware of what's going on and you know, research, make sure before you open your fucking mouth, what comes out of it is going to make sense and be honest. And So
4: next from the White House, uh, President <laughs> Trump says that he heard gir- girls have cooties and he is <laughs> demanding emergency <laughs> measures <laughs> to address the cootie epidemic.
1: And I-, I feel you may have strong feelings about this. <laughs> Are you OK? All
0: right. <laughs> it's time to get off Trump.
1: Well, hold on a second. No. Um, The point that I wanted to make on here. Okay. Is I am not surprised that they're changing the narrative. What I am surprised about is how incredibly clumsy they are at it.
0: Well, now wait a second. I mean, he that I, that's no, that, that hasn't I, uh, changed. Huh? He he's been clumsy about this stuff from the beginning. I mean, the fact yeah. checkers have, have 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 talked about how easy he is to fact check because it's just blatant lies.
1: I know, but his whole team. Let's talk about the bowling green massacre again. Okay. Yes. Bowling Green Massacre that didn't ever happen, never happened, totally made up. Oh, so you're you're a Bowling Green denier, denialist now. I'm a Bowling (laughs) Green denialist, yes. But if you're going to make something like this up, it's actually a lot easier now than considering how many people go to Wikipedia as their main source of information. If you're going to make something up. Go create a Wikipedia page about it, and people will go look at it, <laughs> and they'll say, oh, wow, this really happened. Why don't I remember this?
0: Yeah, but th- those Wikipedia pages get d- take it down extremely quickly.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying create a trail.
0: But here's the thing is that what, what, what they are doing is they – it doesn't matter that they're clumsy because they're already declaring the, the mainstream media as being fake news and, and being slanted against Trump, right? So when you paint that narrative – And then you say things that are untrue and they they call you on them. They've already painted a narrative that these people are are, are, um, not to be trusted. So it doesn't matter if they're clumsy.
1: What I'm saying is that anybody can find out that they're making this stuff up if they take the time to look. Well, yeah, so right.
0: They're but creating a narrative for idiots. But it, it doesn't matter because they're they're not. Yeah, they are. They're but they. Well, it was for their base, right? They're creating a narrative for the people who are already on board to keep them there.
2: You want to believe that?
0: Yeah. So yeah. Can we be done with Trump? Hmm? I'd like to be done with Trump.
1: <laughs> I would like to be done with Trump too. I, <laughs> I, like, I think the world yeah, would like to be done.
0: Let's move here's on.
1: What I would like, Ian. Oh. Here's what I would like. I would like to wake up tomorrow and find out that the Trump presidency has been a commercial and that he ate a, sick, a Snickers bar and turned back into Obama. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, you're not you when you're hungry.
0: Listen, this administration is running like a well-oiled Charlie Sheen.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: That's a, that's a tweet from uh, from Patton Oswalt. <laughs> All right. I thought, I, here's, here's what I found. How to be an awesome... <laughs> Astro psychologist. You guys know what an astro psychologist is? I-,
2: I read the article, so I
0: do now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Okay, I, this is um, where what is this? What is the name of this site?
2: Beliefnet.
0: Beliefnet.com. dot com. And so this is the guy. His name is Matthew Curry. Matthew Curry. His bio is important here. Matthew Curry is an astrologer, um, counselor. No, and. Uh, so with 20 years experience, let's see, he's also, he also has experience in numerology. He's been on the television, radio. So he's, a he's, and, and I found, and I've been finding a bunch of stuff from him and he's still, he's still doing this stuff. So this article, um, it, it starts out talking about, uh, well, I, I don't even know. I, I, when I was reading this, I, I wasn't sure if, if what I was reading, if he was serious or not, but right. after looking into him a little bit more. I I do think that he is he is portraying himself as an actual astrologer, right?
2: Yeah, but this article definitely seen fun of it. All.
0: It does, right? So I'm confused. It's, I'm, it's very yeah. tongue in cheek. It it is. It's extremely tongue in cheek because
2: it talks about how it's all made up crap. Even talks about a few places just make up whatever you feel ill. If you learn a bit of fake jargon, it's easy to fake it.
0: So he, he, he starts out talking about how psychology is, um, is something that takes years to master and, and you know, and takes a lot, and basically takes a lot of schooling and tutelage. And then he – down here he talks about – so you can – if you send him forty nine eighty five, and he will mail you your doctoral certificate of astro-psychology.
3: That says proctology
0: oh proctology yeah astroproctology Wait, says, so so it procto- yeah it does say astroproctology it, proctology. I, it does it, it was does i'm say sure proctology. that it was supposed to be astropsychology but it does say astroproctology um but maybe that <laughs> maybe that is true maybe we are astral projecting ourselves into people's asses i don't know <laughs> it is possible <laughs> but what he lays that, out here is
1: basically you know proctology takes a long time to learn too
2: he's telling you how to basically put on a huge scan. To yeah. You advice on how to, you know, to, claim, to use astrology and psychology together to scam people. That's, and it, it, to some extent, it's brilliant. It really is.
0: And see, you aren't an astrologer. You're a psychic, clairvoyant channeler. That way, when you enter, uh, either run out of snappy astrology patterns or, worst case scenario, you are dealt with a client who knows enough astrology to possibly figure out uh, that you're bluffing, you can uh, suddenly shift, roll, uh, <laughs> s- stiffen and roll your eyes. So, so uh, <laughs> It goes on. I'm sorry. Change the
2: tone of your voice and instantly change the subject by saying something like, do you have a dead relative whose name starts with a consonant? No, wait, a vowel.
0: Exactly. And so then and then in lesson two, he basically gives you a bunch of terms to use. I mean, he's laying out a cold reading is what he's doing here. You know, basically you're an empath. Um, I mean, and he talks about twin flames and, I mean, on and on and on. I mean, he, here's the thing is that, but I, I seriously cannot tell you, this guy looks like he, I mean, you read his bio, he sounds like a serious astrologer, but this is totally. Well, you know,
4: maybe it could be that uh, he's, it could be that well, he's he, a serious astrologer and he and he feels like well, I'm a serious astrologer, but there are a lot of people out there who are just bullshitting their way through it and i want to make a parody of that because well, i think hey, i'm I'm the real serious one, and I want to make fun of
0: yeah uh, who his,
2: aren't. Ob- his bio does say he also predicted that yes, you would end up here reading
0: this exactly, yeah, which is <laughs> so, so i mean it's, funny. it's like it's like maybe aren't maybe he is joking and no and people just aren't catching it but i i was l- watching some some interviews and stuff, actually it, with an older version of him that this picture looks like it's a, a younger version of him than what I was seeing um, uh, on the YouTube videos. But I, I saw, I, I need to look into him more and find out exactly if I can figure out what's going on. But the article is, is I mean, extremely tongue in cheek. It's a, it, yeah. it lays out perfectly. And then, and then he's going through, like if you're in a relationship or, and you break up or, you know uh, um, how to, it's basically a formula you know, um, how to go through a relationship. So this idea of a twin flame, the same person after you've been in a good relationship for three months, uh, Satan
2: Satan incarnates the next one after that, the same person after you've lived with him or her for six months.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, (laughs) what is going on here? Demon child, indigo child. I mean, he, he's got, he's got all the, all the jargon, all the, all the words. And, you know, um, it's sociopath, psychopath, and, and he tells you kind of what these things are and how and how to use them, and and how to make a whole bunch of money off of people. So it's like uh, it is very much he a
3: knows how to scam.
0: Yeah, it, it. I mean, he seems that way. So I can't. I, I don't have the guy figured out at all because this article versus his bio makes no sense to me. I, I I'm totally confused.
3: Well, I like the sociopath, which where it says anyone who hurts an empath's feelings. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: What? <laughs> uh, empath is um, anybody who has a high degree of sensitivity and caring of the feelings of others. Oh, so basically cares about the feelings yeah. of others. Yeah, so. Well,
2: well, so- psychopath um, symptoms include having different taste in movies or TV or music than an empath does, or forgetting to pick something up from the store twice in a row.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so is anybody as confused as I am?
1: Right. I, I am. Go- I am not confused. (laughs) I do believe this to be tongue-in-cheek.
0: Do you believe him to be, uh, but is he for real? I don't
1: believe, I don't, I think that he's actually probably serious about being an astrologer, but I think that this article that
4: we're reading is tongue-in-cheek.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he might
2: actually have a sense of humor about it. It does happen.
0: Okay, yeah. Very interesting. I mean, there are
4: a lot of, like, um, people who consider themselves the real psychics or real astrologers or whatever, who look down on the people who are just scamming other people.
0: Right, but I think you so. could use this, I mean, you could very much use this as a framework for a cold reading. Yeah. It's brilliant in that yeah. regard. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I don't know. I maybe do more looking into him. He looked, it looks fascinating to me. He looks
2: well, like I, I, I found his um, Facebook page, and remember the victims of the Bowling Green Massacre. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's his top post right now, five hours ago.
0: So maybe this is, maybe, <laughs> so maybe his, the whole shtick is tongue in cheek.
4: Well, I mean, a lot of people have been posting that. That's just making yeah, fun of Trump.
0: sure. So his website... Uh, and I mean,
4: obviously, if he's is- doing this in tongue-in-cheek, he's got a sense of humor.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Or
4: he's either a psychopath or a
1: sociopath. I haven't decided if my feelings are going to hurt yet. Wait, wait, a- oh, a-
0: wait a second. Hold time. on, hold on, hold on. So right now it says that uh, the astrologer belongs to BeliefNet and Facebook, and coming soon, he uh, his regular... Horoscopes on Pathos. This is a skeptic. Isn't Pathos basically a skeptic's blog? Isn't isn't that you know um, Herman Metas stuff?
2: Patheos spirituality. Oh no. Um,
0: Conversations and... on faith. Okay. Well, what... no, this is not what I was thinking of. Uh, maybe. Okay,
2: so what, going off of his Facebook page to the Pathos spirituality Facebook page. Um, the about page, inspiration, reflections, and more of the spiritual but not necessarily religious.
0: Okay. No, Patheos isn't what I was thinking of. I was thinking of Herman Meta's stuff.
1: Well, no matter what, one way or the other, guy's a wonderful gaslighter. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no Pathios. Uh, okay, oh no, the- no, Pathios so so Herman Meta's stuff is on Patheos. So maybe maybe I don't understand exactly what Patheos is. But yeah, so Herman Meta, the friendly atheist. I it was an atheist, post atheist here. Site myself. I thought so. Um, yeah, I I I don't know. I mean if if hosting conversations on faith. So, that includes atheism. So, I don't know. I thought it was a, I thought it was an atheist site, but uh, it looks like it's much more diverse than that. There's the dogma debate stuff, soul and spirit, Muslims in the middle. It looks like it's a much more diverse site than I realized. So, uh, so I don't know.
2: I'm trying to see what I can get from his um, Facebook page. A lot of astrology groups they belong to, not surprisingly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's a hard call on him.
0: What? What? The moon, what? What's the moon doing? Of course, I can't click on it. Moon in Sagittarius. He look. I don't know. It looks yeah. like he is.
2: Oh, he's definitely a geek. He, I mean, Babylon yeah. Five, Star Trek, Marvel comics.
0: <laughs> weird, huh? I mean, it's just it is a weird mix. But I mean, perhaps I mean I, there's no reason that he you know that he couldn't be serious about astrology, but think that the astro psychology is is bunk. Or astroproctology. I'm sorry, astroproctology, which which I think I I think would be fun to do.
1: It's it not, it's it not as fun as it's uh, not nearly as fun as
4: forensic proctology.
0: No, feels and interprets the lumps on.
4: Is there astrogynecology? I, what? <laughs> well,
0: I mean, here, listen. If ghosts are going to be knocking people up, I think so. That seems like that seems like it's right up your alley there.
4: Just tell them you're checking or up her alley
0: or up her alley. Whoa, oh. that's right. Oh, innuendo and out the other.
3: Just tell them you're checking for ticks.
0: <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really interesting. I thought it was a, I thought it was an excellent layout for it to do it to do a cold reading. It, um, uh, yeah, pretty interesting. So basically, if you if you're only a half-ass astrologer, th- this is the way to go. He's he's giving you the formula to make a whole bunch of money, and for forty nine ninety five, you can get your doctorate in astroproctology.
3: I wonder how many people sent money in.
0: <laughs> so, Kentucky, everybody, Imagine Kentucky. Yeah, it's time. It's time to talk about Kentucky.
1: No, because that just that just reminds us of the Bowling Green massacre. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, pretty
0: sad. So they put in some anti-abortion regulation. Um, Actually, and I don't have that. You, Mac, you said you wanted to put in the original article. Do you remember exactly what regulation? Well, no. You they said that
1: I, I saw the original article. I don't remember exactly oh, okay. what URL I saw that. But you said it was referenced in the it, article.
0: It is referenced in the article because so it's a response to some regulation that um,
1: that women were not allowed to get abortions unless they checked with their husband first. They have to check
0: with their husband, and they have to see a doctor twenty four hours prior to the procedure. Um, and this legislator in Kentucky thought that that, uh, some act of sexism and the legislature is primarily men, of course. And so the only people who voted against them, I guess, well, it says, it says the women voted against it. It says the only the women voted against it, but I imagine that's the Republican males all voted for it. I, I imagine Democrats voted against it. This legislature legislator is a, of course, a, uh, she is a Democrat, um, Mary Lou Marzin Marzin Marzian. uh is it so Louisville Democrat she is proposing legislation uh, house bill 396 what this house bill will do is it will require men to, to get to have two consultations with with doctors and get a written note from their spouse before they're able to get viagra cialis or Leviticus. Basically, any sort of uh, of penis pills. and then they have to swear on a Bible that the only they will only use these for sexual interactions, um, and only for erectile dysfunction when um, in, in with their married partner. And she freely admits that 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 the introduction of this bill is probably going to go nowhere, and it's basically a response to the you know to these other things. But the way that she presents it is, that, I just want to make sure that you know the, these men need to understand what's going on here you know she basically she basically talks down to them the same way that the other well, legislation does to women who, who are seeking abortions
1: well it's cuz the only uh, legitimate use of of penis pills is within the within the context of the marriage
0: right 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 exactly you should you, you shouldn't be using them outside of marriage you shouldn't be having sex outside of marriage so you should have no problem getting written consent from your wife to get these things
1: yep because God has given us penis pills in order to uh in order to uh propagate the 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 chosen people.
0: But here's the here's the next <laughs> the next piece of legislation that she plans to submit. Uh the lawmaker told the paper that she intended to introduce a bill that would require gun buyers to get a con- counseling from a victim of gun violence twenty four hours ahead of a firearms purchase.
1: <laughs> oh now see she's got an agenda.
0: <laughs> well yeah, she's got an agenda. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure The government is taking care Of your safety So and uh, she links to the There's a link to the bill here which I I haven't read But it, it, it's likely to get shut down, but I think that it's it's good that people are doing this and making the case that this kind of stuff is important because it these bills that they're putting in are a direct attack on women and science. Mm-hmm. So I put so the, so I put in a link um, to to the New York Times article as well. So oh, wow, I've got to... <laughs> so uh, um, Idaho leaders continue to review faith healing laws. So Boise legislature is going through – they're looking at – and I don't know if this is a victory for common sense or not um, because everything under the sun is being proposed here. Um, Leave them alone. uh, you know. Leave leave the legislation as it is. Uh,
2: Uh, This this one's not uh, victory for common sense because there's no uh, victory in it yet. Right.
0: Right. Well, okay, but it is the fact that they're at least talking about it I think is a victory because – It's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction. But here's the thing. Like I say, there's – Everything is being proposed. Leave leave stuff as it is. Leave leave the protections in place for for faith healing um, people to not, you know, to not have to seek medical treatment. Um, There's also also being proposed to to eliminate that and and to prosecute these people. And the other thing is to even relax it even further, which would which would be going in the total opposite direction of how um, I think it should go. (laughs) Uh, in my personal opinion, you know, I, I would like to see them crack down on these people and make sure that people are um, getting proper medical attention for their kids. You know, if they if they want to choose not to get it, that's fine. But I think that uh, they need to make sure that their kids are getting life-saving treatments. And it, this article talks about two people, two cases where children died that uh, they could have been saved by modern Western medicine. And, of course, they were denied it. So, it talks about the um, about two cases where children died because of that, and,
2: and we've looked at these in the past, and quite often the kids die slow.
0: It's awful. Person. It's horrible.
2: I mean, it's like yeah. Even if you believe in religion, how could you stand to watch your kid go through that?
0: I well, mean, the you, you know, you well, it's Mother Teresa's stuff, right? 90s. I mean,
3: Holy shoot, that's 90s. yeah. Sorry.
0: Well, but you know, Mother Teresa watched all all sorts of people, you know, go through this and not get treatment. I mean, so they kind of there's kind of a history of this, you know. I mean, you, Mother Teresa did it, and the, these churches are doing it. They're, they're just watching people suffer. It's it's horrible.
3: That is horrible. a prolonged gastrointestinal illness. Yeah. That's well.
0: The other
1: one, health. diabetes. I mean, everybody knows that diabetes is God's judgment. <laughs> oh. But diabetes. Yeah. Is, <laughs> diabetes is God's judgment on homosexuals because you get it yeah. from eating ding <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh! That was, bad. Uh. that was bad. And those
1: long jaws. <laughs> oh boy. Just another fine alternative fact from us.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know how this is gonna go. They are talking about it, so that, so the, I mean, that's good. At least it's in. The, they're having some discussions about it. Hopefully, it'll go in the right direction. You know, in the, in a pro science direction, and they'll be encouraging people to get you know, proper treatments and not let people <laughs> suffer like this. Um, I, I just don't know how it's going to go.
2: Regret? No, if you look at it, it doesn't look promising to go that
0: bad way. I, I agree that the, the, the idea – it looks to me more like they'll either leave, leave the exemptions in place or they'll even broaden them further, and that would be scary. And, well,
1: and, and the thing of it, is, of it is part of it is political leanings for Idaho, but also part of it is that Idaho has kind of a long history of people – go there because they want to be left alone by everybody else. So it's a pretty good it's a pretty good bastion for personal freedom even if that personal freedom is killing your kids.
0: Well, yeah um, I think you know Oregon has cracked down on it more I think than Idaho has. Um, I don't know Washington has these issues too because they have the, the same church up in Washington, don't they? I don't know everybody they, they seem to be all over the place.
3: There's different faiths as well which do believe that you're not supposed to take your children. To any
1: form
4: of healing, right?
1: In, it, it all boils down to two words: God's
4: will. Yeah. Yes. Do the, do if the, the child or or the, gets better, do the Amish or the Mennonites uh, bring their kids into the doctor.
0: I don't know. That's a good question. And I, I
4: think that
1: I think that they do. I, I think you know they issue a lot of technology, but I don't think they issue medicine. Yeah,
0: um, I, but it's the followers of faith uh, of of Christ Church. They're they're they're, they're you the know,
1: ones. If you give me some technological advance to issue, medicine or buttons, I'm going to go, I'm going to choose buttons to <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: Yeah, so anyway, so we'll see what happens there, but at least they're talking about it. It's
2: good step.
0: Let's do Mars. Mars? Yes.
2: Mars? Mars. Strange Objects
0: I... on Mars Explained. What do you got, Mac?
1: Well, I, it's basically just, um, you know, we talk a lot on here about pareidolia, and... You know, this is a slideshow of different things that they've seen on Mars and people's interpretations of them, and then the explanations. Like the first slide is the face on Mars. Right, of right? course. And uh, as things go, you can't get much more classic than that. But the second slide is what the face on Mars actually looks like in higher resolution detail and better lighting.
0: Well, that's just and the, the not- cover-up. I mean, that, that's what they want you to believe.
1: No, uh, Well, yeah, of course. But, you know, the thing of it is, if there were a face on Mars, it would actually have tusks, because it would look like a Thark. Because, <laughs> you know, as I understand it, there are Tharks, Red Martians, Green Martians, and White Martians.
2: And Black Martians. Uh, if you read through the whole series, they get more and more species
1: out there. Huh, okay. I didn't know about Black Martians. I do them. know. I do know. However, that when green Martians come to Earth and take a human form, they always choose a black human. So maybe that's what but they're what talking about.
3: What about the greys?
1: Well, they're not from Mars. <laughs> those little uh... bastards are. Those those little bastards are from vegan.
3: Vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so they're vegans.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. And uh, uh, I thought I, I so thought all, all Martians the Martians uh, were all the. I, I uh, thought...
4: the all the non meat food out there, that's all a plot by the Grays. I-, I thought all the Martians were black and they wore like Roman centurion outfits. Okay, well, now we know what a black Martian looks like. <laughs> there we go.
0: Anyway, so there's also there's all sorts of things. I mean, the, a suspected spoon, um, chunks of alien metal, the bra- well, I mean, a bra- bright spot.
1: The meteorites have a lot easier time hitting the surface of Mars than they do Earth because of the much thinner atmosphere. So right. there's going to be a lot more chunks of alien metal out there <laughs> that are from meteors.
0: Female statue on Mars. Yeah. Another woman on Mars.
1: Well, and that uh, that second statue on Mars of a woman in a dress, everybody knows that the Red Martians, you know, they wear just, they wear just bangles. They don't wear dresses.
0: How about the hmm. giant crab?
1: Yeah. That's from the Nebula. Actually, the one I really liked was slide number five, where they were talking about the possible Morse code. Oh, yeah. Just interpreted it, and it was absolute gibberish. Yeah. The uh, fossilized fish on Mars. Yes. The tire tracks, um, or the, the dust devil. Yeah. The tire tracks came from the rover, but the dust devil. The jelly donut. It's just amazing stuff. The waffle on Mars. But what it all boils down to is how much we as as humans and our imaginations love to create patterns where there are no patterns yes or where the patterns are where we create patterns of things we know where the patterns are there but they're not not necessarily knowable by us
3: we do it all the time with trees and an awful lot of objects that it's not
1: clouds what we see but,
3: clouds, if, but
4: if, if, all the time clouds if you see a pattern in a cloud that's a- that, that represents the actual thing. That was somebody designed that.
3: Oh, okay. Glad yeah. you know all of this.
4: Yeah, they've actually got whole hordes of a
1: set. Oh. I, can, I can give you some pictures, and you won't be able to deny it. <gasps> they've got whole hordes of apprentice angels that are just set out there to design pl- design clouds. Yes. Exactly.
3: Hmm. Yes, you know, I forgot so about
1: that. Rick. Based upon the number of angels they've got doing this, you would, think them, you would think that they'd make them look like more than just dogs and penises, but... <laughs>
3: Maybe they're just not good artists. Yeah. Or the wind makes it, messes it up. You know, it's a lot of excuses.
1: All I can say is I've looked at clouds from both sides now. Nothing? Nobody knows that song. Okay. Nope.
3: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) If it's not Weird Al, I have no...
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) That's a a strange bar.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like it. That could be jaunty. Anyway.
0: All right. So here in the U.S. is tax time. Can I get an amen?
1: Uh, <laughs> amen. You can get it cautiously. I'm going to try not to stress out this year.
0: <laughs> anyway. Oh, so, I
3: gave a little bit to my sister. That's not a worry.
0: So uh, th- this is uh, – there is a um, – it's a W-2 scam. So uh, the in the first quarter of 2016, more than three dozen businesses have been victim to a phishing scam that targets employees' tax records. And so they're, they're, um, they're using a combination of things here where they uh, of targeted phishing attacks and also they're spoofing emails from, you know, from other people in the company in order to, you know, to look legitimate. So the idea is, is that they'll uh, contact a CEO or something with a request for certain information and they look like, you know, that they're a valid recipient of that information. Of course, they get the information. Then what they do is they take that information uh, they file a tax return claim for you, and then when you go to file it it's rejected because your that your taxes have already been submitted and of course, what's
4: and how are they making money off of this they, they get take your tax a, return yeah
0: yeah they get your tax return oh okay, so they're taking your tax information and and then they are um
3: well let's make it easier for parrot here uh, w two I would expect would be uh, similar to a T four here in Canada, which is basically your information about how much money you got, how much taxes you pay. Right, exactly.
0: Blah
1: blah blah. Yep. Actually, I think that's a Russian tax. Yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So the so they that's how they're doing it. And so as you as a consumer, the only way that you can protect yourself from this is to file your taxes as soon as you can, so that so that somebody can't come and do it for you.
1: Yep. File your taxes early and file them off.
0: well no not not often (laughs) no
1: (laughs) however if you don't get your w2
3: before beforehand if these people come and get the w before they're actually even sent out
0: well they could potentially yeah if they were to get that information prior to um what is it february 1st when that stuff um has to be out and so if they had it um, prior to that, they would be able to file before you did if they if they had that. The potential is certainly there. Um, this is this is being combined with um, with some other attacks where they're um, also requesting a certain amount of money to be transferred as well. So so we have companies that are losing not only their employees' information but also a whole bunch of money at the same time. Um, and I have a list here. There's a 2015 list and a 2016 list of. Um, of companies that have gotten hit by this and, you know, I mean, and, and it's, it's companies that, you know, um, Seagate technologies was hit. Uh, yeah. this is 2015, um, Snapchat. I mean, it's, it is companies that you, you, you will recognize these companies. And if you work for one of these companies, you should be scared. And even if you don't, you you know, like I said, the best way to protect yourself is to file as quickly as you can. But so, a lot of people uh, file you said extensions. Seagate,
1: were any technology companies hit?
0: Yes, right. <laughs> mm.
3: So is there any form of uh, way to get.
0: Well, the, these companies, if they, if they realize that they have been um, victims of this, they can report it to the IRS. Uh, but yeah, so I don't well, know. I don't know what the remedies are going to be for this kind of stuff, and it's pretty prolific.
3: But it's been going on for a few, at least a few years. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. This is not new. It's just that this is the this is the season for it right now. I mean, here's the thing: is that I mean, we have to we we have to educate you know our users. This includes CEOs, CFOs, CSOs. Your your CSOs and CTOs. You would think that they you know that. They would be more aware of this stuff, but anybody can fall victim to this stuff. But primarily, um, so this is that they're spoofing email addresses of CEOs and CFOs. But I, you know, most of the time you wouldn't think that, it, that the CEO would need that information, right? So uh, I, no. why would they be asking for the WQ information? But if they're asking, if the CEO is asking for this information, you 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 know you provide it.
3: That is very true.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, I, I don't know you know, and I so probably you know they're you know they're they're getting this information from the accountants you know in um in these companies um the, one of the problems that we have is like even my company does a lot of these phishing tests, but instead mm-hmm. of using them as primarily education tools, they use them as shaming tools, and so if you fall victim to these things, you know they're they're you're, shamed. you're you're shamed because so like the the first one. You know, you get you get an email saying, "Okay, listen, you fell for this." Okay, that's that's fine. So so the, the next one, they notify your your direct manager, and you have to retake a certain internal test. Okay, still not terrible. The next one, it's what they call N plus two. So it's your direct manager plus the manager above that plus you have to retake this test, and 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 so the 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 consequences get more and more severe, and they and they add up quite quickly. And so if if you fall for Four or five of these things. All of a sudden, you don't have internet access. You can't work from home. I mean, and so and so. They're they, instead of using them to try and help people and say, okay, listen, you can do a little bit better. And using this training, they really are. They really they're really, they're punishing people who are who are falling victim to these things and not really educating. And so no. my my problem is that the is but not so
4: that so the training that they send them to you doesn't doesn't help them with that.
0: I. I yeah, it does to a certain extent. I just think that the re- the remediation is is too aggressive. I think that I think that they need to do a little bit more. Um, uh, I I don't know that you know the, we have this internal top was it top twelve, and so uh, um, we have to take this test and and it's a, and for me it's an extremely easy test. Um, but there are people that I work with who who struggle to get through that test and i don't feel like they that they are giving good educational tools to these people but you know the other side of that is that a lot of times these people reject this stuff as just being a waste of time it's like oh i got to go i got to go take this class again i got to go do this test and so they so it's is it's just an obstacle that you have to get through so that you can do the rest of your work and so it's it really is a cultural thing in these um you know, in these large companies.
3: So there's no explanation on what it is or why you're doing
0: it? I don't think it's very good, no. And so I try and educate my users as to why, you know, we want to do these things. Um, Mm -hmm. So when they come out, you know, and, and people fall for them, you know, you, you, you talk to them and say, okay, well, you know. But the problem is, is that, they you know, they get scared. It's like, oh, if I fall for one more of these things, you know, I'm not going to be able to, you know, they're going to do all these things. And HR gets involved. And it's like, holy mackerel. It's like, listen, you know, I mean, the, these... We, w- we would rather have them fall for these fake ones than real ones. So, you know, use them as educational tools. We educate, you know, and talk to them more. Uh, talk to them and tell people what to look for in these. And I don't feel like they're doing that. They're really not teaching people what to look for in these. They're just sending out the phishing emails and expecting that to be the training materials. And it's, and it's not.
3: It's, unless you tell someone exactly why or how it was a phishing.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. They—they're they, not going to know. The difference. Right, they should—they should give them more information. So when they fail, they should give them more information about what to look for in, a, mm-hmm. you know, in one of these. And some of them, you have to look at these emails and say, okay, what's going on here? But one thing that you know. Um, companies are doing now is that they're tagging emails as they come in that they're external emails if they're not from our email server there's a tag on them now and so we need to be training people to look more to look carefully at you know at that because even a spoofed email is going to say from it's from an external source so they are they are doing things that should help people but they're not training people on how to use them
3: you can't have one without the other
0: I agree, and so I spend a lot of time talking to you know to my coworkers and and you know in trying to give people tools on how to recognize these things, so I try and keep my unit out of trouble, you know, but it's um the, i think i I still feel that the the way that they're using the phishing emails sucks, albeit I do think that they're a good training tool when used properly, so well but, that
3: does make a difference,
0: yeah. Anyway, so I just thought this was timely, and it's a, it's a, it's extremely important that we learn to um, identify these, you know, these phishing emails, these you know, these fake news emails.
3: A lot of people don't know how to. <laughs> a lot of people don't know how to figure out what is fake and what is not, even just on their own internet stuff. It's
0: difficult. So
4: it's difficult. It's extremely yes. difficult to work on your your own internal bullshit detector
0: right exactly and every time you see something you go and you you know you you, you find original sources and you try and verify where the stuff's coming from you know mm-hmm. i i think at this point everybody has seen the um you know the fake logins for paypal you know um, yeah. And, yeah and so but i have seen some of those that are so good it's like how oh, yeah. how how do you how are you supposed to know that this isn't real and it's... yeah, it's difficult.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. So anyway, so I thought this was timely and I, there you go. All right. What do we got? We got one more here. We do. Okay.
1: Um, basically, uh, a lot of kids these days are being raised in single parent households. Sing- <gasps> oh, geez. Single parent. Yep. Single parent. <laughs> um, but it yeah. looks like even with this study that uh, – Contrary to popular perceptions, the study found that children who grew up with only one parrot have similar communication skills, vocabulary sizes, and access to colorful hanging bells compared to their dual parrot counterparts. <laughs> uh, just another brilliant alter- alternate fact from the... Uh, from
0: yeah. The <laughs> uh, that is funny. It is. <laughs>
3: I've, I've never grown up with a parrot, but it is funny. <laughs> well, besides... Well, I didn't grow up with you. And I there, you grew <laughs> up with me taking care of you, which was not a good idea.
4: <laughs> you're the one who gave me the nickname. Pyrot. You're yes, the one who I gave know. me the nickname, Parrot. So you're responsible for wait, that. Wait,
0: so why did you give him that nickname? I don't think we've heard this story.
3: Well, when he was little, he'd always follow me around and parrot me. He parroted everyone. So he kept on saying <laughs> exact same thing, exact same thing, exact same thing. So I said, shut up, parrot. And it kind of stuck from there. <laughs>
4: Are like you also the both one both who gave both him both the
3: nickname, like Dumbass? Uh, no, no, uh,
4: that was on me. <laughs> that was
3: all his own. But the parrot was me. And uh, his sister has the uh, yeah. moniker of monk because mm. of me. She used to climb on people. <laughs> you know, you try to leave and she'd climb on your leg and hold on and not let you. Well, you could walk with her on your leg, so it didn't really stop you going out. But she well, didn't like anyone leaving, so.
0: <laughs> I, I really feel good to have gotten that story from, from the first-hand source. I, I yes, really I'm I, to, I really feel like we've done our due diligence to, to back that one up.
1: Sounds like an alternate fact. Oh, you guys have the yell for your luck,
0: right? All right. Well, if there's nothing else, say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight,
3: everybody. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight,
1: everybody. goodnight. goodnight everybody. That's another one in the can.